Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Oh, what's going on, everyone? We're back. Yay. We are cult starting tonight. Yeah. You. That's what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. We are starting a cult. Yeah. We're here. We're alive. We're late. It's Later late. than I think we've ever been. I'm not going to lie to you. It was uh, just a beautiful day. It was a beautiful day. We put off doing this. It's okay, All though. day. I have to work at six hours. It's okay, because I don't. So yeah, it's fine. I just got to, you know. Everything is going to be fine. Just got to keep it going. So I just want to jump right in. I want to tell you what I've been thinking about this week a lot, right? As you can tell, this is our off episode. We will yeah. be back next week with a new series. Something. Starting what I'm calling, uh, it's actually I'm not even going to call it at all. It's just it's the start of the new list of what we're going to do. Yeah. And I would call that like that season two is dropping on Friday. But we're not, like, divided into <laughs> it. it, it What's going to be new about us in Season 2? Nothing. Gonna, it's just a, a continued list. Gonna, yeah. So it's like, if this was a show, it would be a Season 2. Uh, so I figured I'd lead into that with uh, some planets. Planets. All right, planets. Just some space I've been I've been really into the idea of planets and what's out there and how this <laughs> shit works, right? So I've been watching videos nonstop. About just crazy fucking planets. Some of them are raining like silicone and glass. It's terrifying. We were watching one earlier. There was this uh, planet made out of diamonds. It's just a diamond. It's just a big planet-sized yeah. diamond. It's made of diamond, theoretically. It and is a diamond. If the conditions are right, it would also support volcanic activity, but it would just shoot out diamonds. So there would just be diamond volcanoes. It's molten diamond. I also heard like one thing. So that's out there. It's about that planet, and I don't know the name. I'll have to find that. I might have it here. But uh, someone was—I was watching a video about it, and they said theoretically, if we're right and it is all diamond, if we took zero point zero 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 one percent of the diamonds on that planet, diamonds on Earth would be uh, useless. They'd be worthless. Because it would just be, be so now. flush with, like, diamonds that the diamond market wouldn't exist. It would be as common as fucking air. That's how many diamonds we're talking about here, okay? All right, all right. Lots of diamonds. Kind of like that Twilight episode, uh, Twilight Zone episode, you know? Yeah. Where, like, that, like uh, they 
what was it? They like freeze themselves, and they're like, by the time we wake up, we'll be rich. There'll be so much gold, or something. And they wake up, and they're just like running through the desert, dying because they're trying to save this gold. And then people find them. They're just like, hey, you kept giving me this gold. We make all our houses out of this shit now. So plentiful. Oh yeah, no, I remember things, that. You know? mm-hmm. That's it. Um, I don't know. So I want to talk about. Glyas 581C, or Gleese, perhaps, or the pronunciation is Uh This is an exoplanet that's only 20 light years away from us. Uh, just to put that into perspective, that's 120 trillion miles away from us. It's a hop and a skip, yeah. Um, it's in the constellation Libra, all right? So it's a Libra little planet. Uh, this planet is fucking tight, okay? Uh, it orbits a star, just like we do, and uh, it's uh, located 6.8 million miles away from that star. Um, so it's fucking got some distance, right? Now you think, what's so cool about this? Well, theoretically, this planet could support alien life or human life, for that matter. But in a, in a fucked up way. It's not as simple as we could just move to this planet. Because it doesn't rotate like Earth does. So one side of the planet faces the star constantly, while the other side never sees the star. So what we're dealing with here is that on um, one side of the star, you have temperatures exceeding 300 degrees Fahrenheit. And on the other side, you have temperatures reaching negative 300 degrees Fahrenheit. But... All along the line of that, right in the middle, there's one seven-mile strip of land, uh, lengthwise, but all around the globe, that is the perfect temperature for human life, and it could support water, oxygen, carbon, all of these things. Uh. <laughs> Damn. So what, are we, we going to move there? What's uh? Theoretically speaking, we could. It has all the conditions we would need. Just right in that strip, though. Well, yeah, we would. The population would have to be severely less. Mm-hmm. But um, just if you're interested, yeah. uh, we did uh, send radio messages to uh, Gleese five eight one C in two thousand and eight, uh, and they're expected to reach there by two thousand twenty nine. All right. So we'll see cool. what's going to happen. All right. Oh, that'll be nice. Hopefully, uh, there are are some people in that little sliver, or something. Yeah. Maybe not people. Wouldn't that just be so disappointing to find out that, like, aliens just looked exactly like us? It could theoretically It happen. would just be so, like... That like, would raise a, so many questions. Like, what are the odds? That would raise so many questions, though, you know? It's like, did we come from them? They come from us? Uh-huh. Either way. How did they get there? How did we get here? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. Now we have another planet. I'm going to give you some planets. I want to tell you which one. you got to tell me which one you'd like to live on. So we got that one, right? So we got the one, one with the little sliver of inhabitable yep. area. Then we go to planet GJ1214B. And this planet has zero land, and it is 100% water. Just 100% water. Now, what we believe is, is happening on this planet is that the density of the... Uh, actually, I don't know if that's how you would say that. Something with the density of this planet would mean that the core of this planet is just a giant ice ball. 
but theoretically it would be warmer near the surface. So it's just a giant water world. So it's just, it's just a, a ball of ice with a bunch of water on top of it. The core of it is literally just frozen water. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a ball of water floating. I wouldn't want to go there. No, I don't think that's you on would. the bottom of the list so far. Yeah, I don't know. I would much rather live on Sliver Planet. Sliver Planet. Sliver All Planet right. is in the top rank right now. Um, we got another fucking awesome planet. This is Gliese four three six B, and uh, this is located thirty light years from Earth in the Leo constellation, and this pretty much throws all of our laws of physics out the window because this planet is covered in ice. It's a fr- it's a frozen planet, but it only uh, it travels so close to its star. It travels 15 times closer than Mercury does in our uh, solar system. And the with this math that we have and, you know, all this shit, we put it at uh, 822 degrees Fahrenheit is what the temperature is on the, like the ground level of this planet. And it's still covered in ice. And no one knows why that is or how that even works. But this What's thing is the- so fucking close to its sun that it is... Boiling. What's like the ice? made because it's not water. It can't be water, right? It, well, that's that's what we know but ice like to it, be. But are, well, it's it, is it like a frozen thing that has a way higher, or I guess lower, a, a very drastically different like freezing point, or something um, like a, a completely different like a uh, chemical? No, pretty much what it is is that the gravity is so strong on this planet. That it's pulling down the vaporized water and compressing it into ice faster than it can melt. So it's so <laughs> it's so dense gravitationally that it's just forcing ice that is evaporating back into ice. That's that's exactly why it's Jesus happening. Jesus Christ! Yeah. How many degrees did you say in the eight hundreds or something? Eight hundred and twenty-two degrees. That's so stupid. Fahrenheit. That's so irritating for some reason. Uh, the diamond planet, uh, the name of it is 55 Cancery E. Uh, that's the name of the diamond planet. Not that interesting, it's just a diamond planet. Um, <laughs> you know, it's kind of useless to us. No one cares. Then we have Hat-P-7B. I like that. That one has a poppy name. I like it. Uh, it's located in the Cygnus constellation, uh, 1,000 light years from us. And... Uh, it has such a high amount of aluminum oxide that when it rains, it actually rains rubies and sapphires. That's so it's delightful. like that Simpsons episode where it rained donuts, but it's raining like precious jewels. Or that other Simpsons episode where it rained a marlin from the sky. Yeah, well that fell out of the the International Space Station. You know, there, there's a cause and effect for everything. The fact is, things are falling from the sky, you know. Interesting. Just like in The Simpsons. Yeah, I would agree. But rubies and sapphires, you say. Thousand uh, light years? Mm-hmm. How, yeah. How the fuck do we know that? How do we get this info, man? Is it just I'm like I'm pretty super... sure... I, I've thought about this a lot, and I've never gotten a genuine answer to it. But what I understand is that it's like we scan and take pictures of, like, the solar system. And, like, it's pretty much just like a guessing game of, like, we think it's it would be, like, this far away, roughly. And that's probably based on, like, the frame rates of, like, the cameras. 
And it's yeah. just some like crazy math that I don't understand that they're like, well, one frame rate travels this many miles, so if it took this long, it's about this far away. It's like, feel free to check our work. It's like, I'm going to take your word for it. Yeah, like, you fucking got it, dude. I don't, I don't know this. what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, but how do they know, like, the different gases and temperatures and stuff like that? Uh, honestly, I don't know. I, there's, I'm just recently getting into the planets. <laughs> it's really something I never thought of before. And that is a question I'm asking myself. Is how do we know this information? Recently taken Is it to the from skies. the aliens themselves? Did Bill Cooper get all this information out? You it's never here. know. It's here, it's in his book. Um next, this one's fucking mouthful. PSRJ one seven one nine dash one four eight three B. Uh nice. and what's interesting about this planet is that it orbits something that's called a pulsar. And what a pulsar is, is it's an extremely, like, dense uh, neutron star. And uh, it's only the size of a city. So this star is only 12 miles in diameter, uh, which is 19 kilometers. Okay. And its mass is larger than that of our sun. <laughs> so it's this fucking, like, just super heavy wow. nothingness in the sky. That's, uh... It's hard to conceive of. And this thing spins so fast that an entire orbital period for this planet is two hours of our time. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. Two hours. Oh, my God. It's like a roller coaster, baby. Yeah, man. Solar system is just a big amusement park. But it's just scary because it's all on an enormous scale that it's very hard to fathom. Yeah, no, this is uh, why it's so crazy, because it's like, no one, what the fuck is happening in these planets? It's insane. I don't even know. Like, we were watching the thing today, and they had they said there's a dark matter fountain in the solar system. Yeah. And they, that they, just spews out dark matter into space, and we an, don't know there's why. Like an, like an uneven amount of antimatter as opposed to matter, so it's they're like questioning the Big Bang, and like, but yeah, all this fucking antimatter is coming out of a supposed black hole, but all this entire long big spiel was accented at the end with, but no one really knows why it does that or what it is it's like okay well that's just fucking terrifying this is just happening there's just antimatter for being shot uh into into nothingness into space do we really know what antimatter is no not at all but it sounds terrifying doesn't it yeah it uh you guys want to be even more terrified sure you're transported to this planet hd 189773b Terrifying. And this planet, it's uh, larger than Jupiter, like just for our scale personally, and um, it's 62 light years away from us. Um, it's a super like blue color. Like here's the picture. It looks very like oceanic in a sense. Nice. Um, and what happens here is that uh, it's a really hot planet. Okay, and it's got really high winds. Uh, do you know how high high is? Well, I'm going to tell you right now. High is the windy city right now. The high uh, wind gusts that they get are 5,400 miles per hour, uh, which is, for uh, the metric scale, that travels two kilometers per second. So that travels miles per second, okay? Um, Planet where the wind is gunfire. uh Uh-huh. And uh, just for even more relative scale... Uh, it travels faster than seven times the speed of sound. That's how fast this wind is going. It sounds loud. It's Mach 7. And um, 
if you can somehow survive that, uh, it gets to 900 degrees Celsius uh, on this planet, which uh, for the Americans, that's 1,652 degrees uh, Fahrenheit. Okay. Imagine that. And somehow, somehow, if you were able to survive all of that, when it rains, it rains glass. <laughs> Just glass? There, not even The not makeup even like of the precious... atmosphere, the high pressure, and the silicone create glass in the air that travels at 5,400 miles per hour. And putting this in like a relative scale, if you were to put this in the equator of this Earth, like the dead center... For it to tr- like circumnavigate the globe, one piece of glass, it would take less than five and a half hours, and it's bigger than Jupiter. It's not good. That's uh, and uh, yeah. Jordy Star commented on this picture and said, "Note to self: Do not, under any circumstances, visit HD one eight nine seven seven three B." Just so you remember, just yeah. a, a little mental note there. Yeah. Jesus, um, fuck. We're not uh, done yet. We got WASP-12b. Oh, uh, I forgot. Um, it's the darkest known exoplanet, right? And uh, the side that faces uh, their star, uh, it eats light instead of reflecting it back into <laughs> what? space. Isn't that like a black hole? No. Um, it's a planet that uh, it's twice the size of Jupiter. And light that comes into this planet, it traps about 94% of the light entering the atmosphere. Um, why? I don't know. And this, <laughs> Tell me why. Well, it's an exoplanet. <laughs> That's why. I don't know what that means, though. And this causes... <laughs> so, okay. This causes... I'm gonna, I'll get you the full definition of this. The temperature of this planet... Just chew on this for a minute. Because of this light absorption is at 4,600 degrees Fahrenheit. Or 8,312 degrees Celsius. So that's what you're dealing with, just being on this planet. And you need sunglasses and HPF, or SPF, SPF uh, 9 trillion 510. That's the the bare minimum. lotion, no. That is the bare minimum. Um, Mitch, to answer your question, an, an exoplanet is just a planet that's not in our solar system. So Jupiter would not be an exoplanet because it's in our solar system, but you know. Okay. Um, and uh, it, it's just weird. They call this one hot Jupiter. They couldn't get <laughs> anything better. Um, then we have the it mega. It sounds Earth. like a bullshit like weed strain or something. Yeah, it is a little bit. Um, Kepler dash ten C. This is five hundred and sixty light years from us, right? Uh, it's in the Draco constellation, and uh, it orbits a star called Kepler ten, with uh, their year consu- uh, consuming forty five days of our time, so it goes way faster. Um, it pretty much has like the same density as Earth, but it's just so fucking big. It's seventeen times larger than Earth. Jesus Christ! And the reason it's so like discussed is because. We kind of don't understand like how that works because it's so massive that theoretically it would just crumble, but it doesn't because this is <laughs> fucking space. That's insane. Um. Oh, this planet, PSR B one six two O dash two six B. 
It's the oldest fucking thing in the universe. Well, like, how did we figure that out? <laughs> it's estimated at an age of 13 billion years old. And this is based off of, like, planetary and star cycles that, like, have been observed. And um, this planet is theoretically more than twice the age of Earth, uh, if, if this were to be true. Um... It pretty much what we discovered is that if this is to be the earliest planet, that it would have formed around a similar star to ours uh, about one billion years after the Big Bang would have occurred. So that just puts that into perspective. Jesus Christ. Uh huh. And it's pretty much just rotating around a bunch of burned out stars because it's that fucking old. So it's just there oh my now. God. It's fucking nuts, dude. It, none of this makes sense. What do we got? I'm trying to like skim through for like awesome ones. How about this one? HD 106906B. Uh, 300 light years away from us in the Crux constellation. Crux? I'm just giving you this information, so if you want to look it up, you yeah, can. Yeah, why not? Uh, it orbits its star at 60 billion miles away. Uh, 96 billion kilometers, which is more than 20 times the distance between the sun and Neptune. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, it is estimated to be about 11 times the mass of Jupiter, which is enormous. And uh, no one knows how this planet uh, formed, because as far as we understand about planets, uh, it shouldn't be able to rotate around a star this far away. So it shouldn't be in the orbit of the star, but it is. And uh, its surface temperature somehow being that far away, 15,000 degrees Celsius. What the fuck? <laughs> huh. mm -hmm. Space is so terrifying. There's and, uh, all these things that no, not even science could explain. <laughs> and I want you to know that the top comment on this one was by Bus Lady, and it just says, Long Distance Relationship. What? <laughs> with its star. Is she in love with it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Um, we got this planet, WASP-17b. It's weird because uh, it orbits and goes into retrograde backwards in its solar system. So what we know of planets, it does everything in the opposite direction of the parent star. Which just doesn't make any fucking sense, does it now? Is there like an equator to the, the to like all of outer space to where it's like who Australia knows? where it goes the opposite way down the drain? I don't know. I don't know. Some like that parallel universe possibly. Then we have a Kepler set dash seven eight B. It's just a planet made entirely of lava. <laughs> just entirely <laughs> of lava. Um. 20, 000, or 2,030 degrees Celsius is what this fucking thing's at. Then we're going to get into the last one I'm going to talk about today, okay? Uh, two mass J2126-8140. Uh, the best for last. Uh-huh. This planet uh, breaks almost every law that we understand about space because uh, it does not revolve around a host star. It does not revolve around anything. Um, there is a host star that is in this planet uh, in the Octane constellation, but it does not orbit the star. 
so we don't know exactly how that works. Um, and it's low. It's very low mass for being. It's as close to its star as Mercury, but it doesn't have uh, doesn't like rotate around or anything. And uh, it has no density, which just doesn't make any sense. There's no density? No, it's so low. How is that? What? Like, how does that... What does that mean? I don't understand. What it's does this fucking mean for crazy. Us? Is this like a hologram? You know what you need to know? Is this a know? trick? Is, is this that a, we're it, fucked? This is a scam, I, I, I think. These are just some mean? of the planets out there that exist, okay? This is what we're doing. It this doesn't have life. density? <laughs> No, Jake, there's a planet that's literally a ball of ice that's on fire. Yeah, but it's got it's density okay. to it's be a thing. It's fucking backwards. This is ass backwards. We thought driving on the other side of the road was crazy when we came here. This fucking planet doesn't even follow the laws of physics. <laughs> it's terrifying up there. It is, dude. We're fucked. I don't know what to do. Mitch, give me your thoughts. What are you thinking there? I think all this is pretty cool. Uh... Just because it just it just shows how we really don't know anything. You know, we like to think that we're oh this is, you know, we're the smartest we're ever going to be. Blah blah blah. It's like no, there's so much out there that we just do not know about, which is I think is pretty cool because it leaves for more exploration it within us. science. Yeah, and it should humble us definitely. I think it's cool. I think it's just fucking kind of crazy to think about. Like, no, yeah, I was I was saying earlier we were watching the some of these things that we've been like watching about space. It just makes you feel so small, like so utterly small. It's it's kind of cool in a way. What was that guy saying in that video we were watching? How he he was saying something about like us coming from Sirius or something like that. What do you wait? What repeat that? I'm trying to. I, I was trying to think what you were just saying. The guy he said something about like life came from Sirius. Oh yeah, like an asteroid, like an impact of an asteroid, like yeah, brought like life to biological us. Biological matter on it, like came to the planet and spread it. Yeah, yeah. He was saying there's like a potential for that. And I just thought it was cool because it that like aligns with uh, the Dogon or like African tribe. And uh, they they say the same thing, like, we came from Sirius. But, you know, people take it so literal, it's like, people came from Sirius? Like, no, life came from Sirius. So it's just cool how science sort of aligns with, like, that old thought. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of cool. I found another list here that'll blow your mind, just of talking about uh, space. planets, or? Uh, on July 28, 2061, um... Halley's Comet will reach what is called perihelion, which uh, what I've just learned, as I've just taught myself, is that it's like the farthest point from the star. So, like, whatever it, like, is orbiting around, it perihelion oh. is the farthest point. <laughs> it seems like a perihelion. Perihelion, you gotta, you yeah. Gotta, you got a perihelion um, going down the hill. And then in 2065, uh, Venus will cover Jupiter. Like, really? visibly, it will cover Jupiter. Um, in 2067, Mercury will uh, cover Neptune. That's just something interesting, you know? I don't know. Out of sight, out of mind. Is that from our perspective? Yeah, this is oh, all okay. from the Earth perspective. Um, in August of 2113... Uh, this will be the first time that Pluto reaches Aphelion since its discovery... 
Which, that would be the closest point in its orbit to the host star. So, it'll be the closest it's ever been. Um, On June 9th of 2021-23, it will be the longest duration of a lunar eclipse that we've ever witnessed at approximately 106 minutes. Damn. Yep. (laughs) That's so far away. Um. On September 14th of 2123, at 15.28 Universal Time, Venus will eclipse Jupiter. Uh, It's fucking mind-blowing that we have a time and date for when that's going to happen. Yeah. (laughs) Like a literal time. Um, And then in 2134, Halley's Comet will return to the inner solar system. So it'll be back. Yep. Bet you're ready for that. <laughs> it's coming back, man. Um, the in 2174, uh, the second full orbit of Neptune will have occurred since its discovery in 1846. Nice. So we got that going for us. We got that second one coming up. Uh, Halley's comet will return uh, in 2209. Yeah. And then we're gonna just scroll down to some like astronomical numbers. Okay, like. Absolute shit that just does not make sense. Oh, I'm ready. In 600 million years, we will experience the last solar eclipse. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> yep. Um, is that a threat? What is this? <laughs> no, that's just true. <laughs> um, in the year 7,200... Uh, the calendar that we use will become nothing because Why? we will have miscalculated so many days that we'll have to add more time. <laughs> That's not what? even a joke. Like all the like leap years and shit will catch up to us to a point where the calendar will mean nothing. It's just absolute garbage. That sucks. Yep. Oh my god! What do you got to say? I'm just thinking of that song in the years seventy-five, seventy-five. It's like <laughs> it's like what Grant's doing right now. <laughs> Yeah. 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 So we got that yeah, going yeah, for yeah. us. Um, the Mayan calendar will require a sixth digit in 4,772. Okay. Just so you know. Um, so what we're going to have here in the year 2038. Ooh, this is interesting. 2038. Okay. That's coming up. This is coming up to us. Uh, this is called the year 2038 problem. Oh, and I'm just no. <laughs> discovering this now. So I'm not entirely sure what it means. Uh, oh. um, so it's going to be called Unix Y2K. That's what it's called. Um, so pretty much what would happen is that uh, it, representing time in like any digital format, uh, there's not enough integers to count it at that point for the year 2038. So technically what they're thinking is that they're using uh, 32-bit integers. Uh, they started doing that in 1970 for, like, date and time. And we're going to have integer overflow in the year 2038 because binary code, uh, decimal time, and date time will not be able to be calculated correctly. Yeah. So what, like... Is time going to be fucked up or something? Like, what, how does this work? Well, it's all a bunch of, like, computer terminology that I am 100% no expert in. I do not know anything about this. 
but pretty much it seems like they have solutions in place. It's going to be a problem for like filing and coordinating data. But it's kind of like a Y2K thing again where it's like we're fearing that we're going to have this problem. But we're very much aware of it, so we can kind of try to deal with it, you know? Jesus Christ, I hope so. But yeah, so that's that's something we're going to have to deal with. Um, yeah, math is going to fuck us. Yeah, it really will. Uh, as we can tell, I don't want to spoil you guys, but uh, you know this idea that like the uh, the Egyptians had this idea, you know, a lot of people did, where it's like, we're going to mummify these people, so they're always in history. Yeah, classic... Uh, Classic ancients. Well, our fucking history has an end date, and we know that. So be ready for that, because none of this will matter, because we will all suffocate and die on this planet. Yeah, if there wasn't enough weird shit going on. If right you didn't now, think, just uh, think happy, that. if you were waiting Eventually. for a happy message, we're literally all going to suffer and burn. No, on we're this still planet. in quarantine. There's a bunch of other stuff going on right now. Well, I don't know. Space. We will you know? be decimated Space. by the very planet we inhabit. That's why we need to perfect space travel. That won't save us, because what we've learned is that you can't live forever, because these planets are self-imploding every day. Yeah. Well, we could try to survive. We can try our hardest, but we're going to have to live in like an alien-type scenario, where we're just living we're at like near, space yeah. stations. You we're know? nowhere near that, even. We The most recent launch that was going to be like space, it was like the first private space launch. Yeah, it, it couldn't work. They scrubbed it because the weather was bad. Yeah, like three times, didn't Yeah, they? it's like, we're not, yeah. They'd be able to do it in whatever weather. If we were, if we were at that point, techno, like technologically. Yeah, we better fucking be able to yeah. travel when it's raining it's like, a little. Oh, there's a drizzle. Let's go to space anyway. You it's know? raining glass at 5,000 miles an hour. I don't think we can take off today. It's like... <laughs> We get a slight six-mile-per-hour breeze rolling in off the East Coast, and uh, we're getting a light drizzle at about uh, 0.00000000 repeating one inches uh, for the next uh, 45 minutes. We're going to have to cancel this till next month. Yeah, sorry. Can't go to space today. I saw some footage of Vietnam when it was raining. It, was, it, <laughs> it looked terrible. The weather was awful. Can't go It's going to happen here. We have a problem. We can't do it. Yeah. We have to learn how to adapt because we're all going to die. That's the message you need to understand. Stepped on an ice cube in the kitchen this morning. Socks wet. It really can't go to space yet. It really put my life into perspective, realizing that, like, huh, there's just a day where this planet will be nothing. Yeah, well. Yeah. Have a great weekend. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. have a great... It is going to be a good weekend, dude. It's beautiful weather lately. We spent the whole day outside. My face is burned. Yeah, we did. It was I nice. Think. It was a good time. Yeah. But yeah, this is... Uh, well, I'm, I'm pretty much done here. I got nothing else. Are you? I I'm ready know. to wrap this one up. Friggin' um, space and planets and all we that. We dropped a little space knowledge on you, you know, to tide you over till we start season two. This was out of this world. And uh, I'm, I'm, for one, prepared to die. Yeah. We, yeah. yeah, I am ready to die. All right, bring it on, cool. America. <laughs> Show me. You want to try me, me and Grant? You're gonna try us? Are you gonna step? To Mitch me? is here too. He'll pull a knife. I've seen it before. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Well, with that being said, have a great weekend. Yeah, we are starting a cold. We'll be ne- uh, back next week with something cool. Yes, we will. Um, season two, it's coming to fruition. We're gonna have a list. Of things. Enjoy your beginning of June. There you go. It's the summertime. Uh, get outside. Summertime. And the living's easy. That one? Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, that's all right. I'm yeah. not going to copyright and fringe. I don't know, man, but uh, follow us on all the shit, right? Yeah. We're on uh, friggin' Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Libs, and then, uh, uh, Patreon. Yeah, that one, too, is going to be in a link below there uh, on this episode. That was Grant over there. We are starting a cold. I'm Jake. Mitch was here, too. Mitch is cool. Damn right. He's here a lot. All right. We'll see you next week, everyone. Yeah. Goodbye. Bananas. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.